This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pose After Show, where we talk all things pose. Now, today we're talking episode two, I'm sorry, episode four, season two, Never Knew Love Like This Before. Very, very heavy episode. I am in pure shock right now. But like Praytel said, life is meant to be celebrated. So let's keep it moving. Stay with us. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's up, everybody? We got to pep it up. We got to pep it up. I know that it was a sad episode, but we still need to talk about it. That's why we review this show. That's why we talk about topics like this, because... It's real. So, once again, welcome to the Pose After Show. I'm going to put a smile on my face, you guys. My name is Jamie Gray, and like I said, I'm not joined alone. I am not here alone. I have Miss Mario Turner. Hey, guys. Hey. So, you guys, if you were in the live chat, light it up. I know I saw some people that said, you know, they were going to get if it's the actual episode. Yeah. It's already yeah. going crazy. It's yeah. our YouTube channel, guys. So, yes. There. So, <laughs> hopefully no spoilers. But, of course, if you do watch the show, come back and review with us. Now, we also have Miss, well, Mr. Brent. Hey, well, maybe depending on the week, Mr. Mr. Okay. Whatever, we bro, whatever you want to go by. But uh, Brendan has our fashion category, so he has all that for us, and I'm I'm here for it. I'm ready for it. Yes. yes. It makes him dance. Look at Come on. Come on, shoulders. Come on, shoulders. And then we have Shauna O. You know it's your girl, Shauna O, and I'm glad to be back. Woo! I missed y'all a whole Woo. entire week gone. Shana and o. then they yes, brought us did. back with this. Yes. Man. Yes. <laughs> I know. I'm glad we can laugh. But you guys, Shauna has our news and gossip category. So everything about our cast, everything you want to know, she's got it. So stay tuned for that. Not only that, we have our predictions. What do we think is going to happen next? We have so many things to talk about. Um, and I'm not going to lie. Like I said before, I am sad. I am. I am I'm Same. honestly sad. Um, I am a huge fan of Angelica Ross, but also Candy, who she plays. So uh, you guys, episode four, never knew love like this before. What were your thoughts? I know I just said it like a few minutes before yeah. we went live, but I totally was doing that like Real Housewives dab the entire time. I was like, no, no. And you know what? I saw you and Shauna. You guys, I saw you guys wiping some tears. So yeah, I started getting them like as it progressed, they got heavier and heavier, and I was trying to dab my. Lack of mascara, pretending that I had <laughs> mascara on. <laughs> little, little smoky eye little going smoky on. Eye. I have a smoky eye now. Yeah. It's just dark, just bruised from trauma. Yes, yeah. I agree. Same. I definitely was wiping my tears. I tried to hold back. I kept it focused on other things. But just when you start thinking about Candy and just how much like she's been a part of this show, I don't appreciate the fact that they killed her off. But I do love that it's 
the real the realism that they're showing us. Well, yeah, right. life is not perfect, and that's the unfortunate truth of so many transgender people. And right. honestly, this was the episode. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. 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 I've Especially never seen, and even Janet Mock and Ryan Murphy were posting about this before the episode premiered. There's never been a story like this on television. And it, it floored me. Yeah. I was humbled and honored to be watching this. Same. It was magnificently done. Yeah. yeah um, I was definitely fine back tears the entire time. I think as far as the character send-off, it was beautiful. Yeah. Like, they touched on everything you could possibly touch on. The music number was stunning. Um, but it was just so sad. So sad. And I so. love episodes, especially of television, um, but also movies, where you focus on one narrative or specifically one scene and draw it out Mm -hmm. because you get into the crevices and the creases of somebody's life or multiple people's lives and you get that emotional payoff in such a rewarding way. And that's exactly what they did tonight. Yeah, you know... I, just just with it being so heavy, I was not expecting that for this episode. Even from seeing the previews from last episode, I was like, okay, you know, maybe, you know, Candy's missing, but I was not expecting that. It went left real quick. But well, Like Agatha Christie missing? Like, I'm just going to go on vacation <laughs> right, and I'll be yeah, back. I mean, but I think for sure that this is what the show is about. This is what we needed to see from people who are older than us that lived um, you know, through things like that and then also a younger generation as the people in the comments always love to point <laughs> out as if we're so young. Uh, thank you for that. But, you know, it's it's just very telling. And I think for me, because I'm such a huge fan of Angela Corral, she's coming to the studio. If you guys have seen our previous after show for season one, make sure you check that out. She actually came in the studio. So to see that, I was like, she's one of my favorite characters. Candy is known for her one-liners. So I, you know, it, it's so much that we have to get into. So I think first I want to start with Candy and Pray Tell. Okay. So let's just get into Pray Tell and his tough love for Candy. How would you guys describe Pray Tell and, and Candy's relationship? Is it love-hate? Is it just where he never saw her beauty? Because there were so many moments that were touched on in this episode between the two of them. Wow, that's a whole lot to unpack. Mm-hmm. I definitely think the main things I can think of are, um, I hate to bring it to this, but I think that there was an issue, like uh, Lulu brought up about I'm light, I was light-skinned and thick, and you, you know, resented me for that. So there was an issue there of, a little bit of colorism, I think. There was also just that love-hate kind of like thinking you'll have a, a life forever with this person. So it's like, I can just be mean to you. I can say whatever I want to say to you. You know it's all love. At the end of the day, I'm never going to leave you hanging. But at the same time, this will be forever. So I think that he took for granted the fact that life is short. Yeah. Yeah, I think he, I kind of, and he touched on it a little bit of how he really didn't think about that this person could be gone and how he carries guilt, right? Because Mm -hmm. when she comes to talk to him, she says, I forgive you, you know? And I think she said something about, you know, woman has to forgive. Um, I do think Pray Tell was a little bit hard on her. I mean, I know he reads everyone for filth, but I do think he took it a little too far. And so I'm happy they had that forgiveness scene to kind of, you know, bring closure right. to their animosity, I guess. Yeah. I mean, and, and for me, I was always just like, what was the reason? In my Cardi B voice, what was the reason? <laughs> Pray tell. No, really, though. Because, you know, I never liked how Pray Tell came at Candy. I never understood it. Candy always gave face. She always wanted the category of face, but... It's always like he, like she said, you never gave me a chance. You never noticed me. Mm-hmm. And I think 
what I got from that, let me know if you guys agree, but I feel that, again, this is my opinion, you know, maybe in the trans community and LGBT community, LGBT, LGBTQ plus community, like we saw in the last season, the trans community is treated differently from the rest of the LGBTQ plus community. And so I think maybe with that, he just never saw her for who she truly was. And he never even really tried to get to know her. What scenes have we really seen them bond in? But yet you're, you know, preaching at her funeral. Well, I do really think that it has to do a lot with him not realizing how he felt until being confronted by her ghost, essentially. Um, Because I do think what he said when she asked him, why were you like this? Why did he give me shit? I think it was honest. And I don't think he ever realized it until that moment. That he was being too hard. Yeah. Because it it sort of comes back to... um, when uh, when I talked with Jason Rodriguez a couple yeah. weeks back, he said the whole ball culture is a, basically a family preparing you for the world. So telling you what works, what doesn't. So if you're coming at it from that perspective and you're trying to make your children better, you're it's going to be tough love a lot of the time. Mm. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah, and you not always you're not always going to get coddled or told you're. Beautiful, you're perfect, you look like Linda Evangelista. RuPaul reference. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I don't think he realized how much he loved her and cared for her until she was gone. And it's, you know, it's always like that, right? Give people their flowers while they're here. Um, yeah, again, it just, it rubbed me the wrong way. Um, so I, I did also- think it was interesting that he was spearheading or at least starting off the ceremonies for her yeah. I don't. I think it was very natural. He they like Oh it's great talent. He's, he's a natural MC. Yeah, he's a natural mm-hmm. not only just MC, but he's been there for all these different funerals. He's heading up act up right now. And no matter what, people knew Praytel loved loves everyone, the children. And yeah. especially including Candy, even though he wasn't as nice to her. But yeah. I just I don't know. I have people in my family who are like, the world is tough, and the world is not going to coddle you, so I'm going to show you what it's like, so when you get out there, you can look back and not be unprepared. Plus, it also but set him it. up for uh, his ultimate change of heart to taking medication. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That was an important step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, again, I still gave it the side eye. I was like, pray tell you're too old for this, but, <laughs> you know, and you know what? When when we found out the news, which we'll get into all of that with Miss Lulu, honey, <laughs> child, but Ooh, when, I, when, when we got the news about Candy, my first thought was pray tell. Was that anybody else where it was just like, how is, is pray tell going to feel guilty because he's treated Candy like crap mm-hmm. this whole time? Nobody even thought about that? Just me? No, I just... I was honestly not... I was in shock. Yeah. yeah, I think really what I was thinking about is kind of tying it, how the show isn't afraid to tie in these real-life stories, and, like, these are pulled from the headlines, right? They mentioned at the end that trans women of color especially are murdered at, like, you know, it happens all the time, and they really doesn't get any attention. So that's kind of what I thought when I, when I saw the storyline, is that they're trying to bring reality to the show and I could appreciate that yes and I think they needed us to love the character that actually passed away because it's just to to remind you that these are people's loved ones you know what I mean Mm -hmm. this is someone's daughter this is someone's family Mm -hmm. member you really do need to understand it and when you watch a character and you get so invested in the character it gives you that slight simulation of like wait a minute I just had a major loss because I definitely feel like Candy is going to be a big hole in this show absolutely even though I know they're going to pull it together Angelica Ross has done a Phenomenal job. Amazing. Those one-liners, her character, I mean, she's unforgettable. That's why my thought was, what now? Yeah. Like, what 
possibly could there be? How much heartbreak can I take? I, you know, yeah. it's it's a bit much, you know. But I don't know. I'm still. Yeah. I don't mean to be the. No, go for foretell- it. Foretelling, well, not foretelling, but like I, I really do think. I guess I'm dipping into predictions. Spoilers. Sorry. Zip it. No, but I, I just, I feel like something's gonna happen to. Pray tell or yeah, it's it's one of them. I feel like we're not going to get both, you guys. It's going to have to be one or the other. Don't Game of Thrones me. It is. I mean, and live chat light it up. But you know, there's just so much with candy and other people, which we'll get to. But Mario, what you got for us? Um, so before we move on to the next topic, we have so much to talk about, but we did want to thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk for us to continue to grow. We could really use your help. So if you're on YouTube right now, hit the thumbs up button guys. Okay. And subscribe. And if you're on you on iTunes, please give us five stars. Only five, four won't work. Three won't work. Has to be five. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation. The live chat is always up. We're going to make sure to shout you guys out throughout the show. And being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to all of us. And we truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we love. Don't forget to tell your friends, your family, your houses, um, and keep enjoying <laughs> our it. show. Yes, yes, houses. Yes, yes houses. But you know, we are the, the ultimate house of pose. So, I mean, is there any house like ours? I don't know. Should we hit them with a pose just to let them know? Uh, there you go. go. Oh, okay. I mean, I like, you guys were ready. Okay. You guys were ready. This is why I love my house. And see, I like how we can light up this movie because, like, literally, they were crying. I was like, wow, what is this review going to be like? Are we going to be crying? Do we need the tissues here? So thank you as well just for even, you know, being in- inclusive with us on this because you guys are also a part of House of Pose. So with Miss Candy, I mean, Mario, you put it best. She was kind of on, a, like, a devil, devil's advocate kind of thing. What, was your, what were your thoughts on that where she's talking to everybody? Um, I loved it. Like, mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. I think if you're gonna kill a character, kill a character off who we all love, um, who we may have felt we didn't really get her full story mm-hmm. to give her those moments where she could interact with everyone and we just get a little bit more of her before she's gone was perfect. It was just perfect to me. I don't think it could have been any better. Agree. Yeah. And I, I wrote down that I saw it as a live representation of the thoughts and regrets people feel after someone's death. And so these are the things that people, the, the survivor's guilt that, um, that um, Angel went through. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just knowing that, why wasn't it me? I mean, it could have been wow. me in this casket. And just to know that there are real people who go through those feelings, it's so hard to think about because you, you are here and you should be celebrating your own life. But when you see people just dying who are just like you, you feel like, well, what's the difference between me and them? And then just the fact that we all have our, our things like, did we give them enough flowers? Did we tell yeah. them we love them enough? You know, and so I love the way that they grappled with those thoughts that we all have and made it real. And I really liked how the culture surrounding how do you move on after a death, even if it's a death mm-hmm. of someone you didn't expect or in any capacity, how does that affect change in your community, in your friend group, in your family? Um, because we see that with how Pratel does make some decisions later on. We see that with Angel, and we see Angelica Ross telling everybody, essentially just taking them to school, telling them what they need to do and what they need to let go of. Right. And I think that is the most powerful theme of the episode is the um, the ability change has to affect you. 
I love that. But I yeah. also, I wanted to say one more thing about how, like, um, I wrote, she became the guardian angel full of wisdom and encouragement. I just, I love the way that they flipped the script. Because this whole time, she's been the one who really needed a little bit of wisdom and encouragement. <laughs> and then it's like, as soon as you get down a little bit and you're like, man, what am I going to do? You never know who could rise up and give you that information or those encouragements that you need. Even, I've even been encouraged by children, you guys. Absolutely. Yeah. I have had a child tell me, you're a pretty princess. Can I? Aww. I'll be like, okay, yes, ride with me then, baby. Yeah. And you know, kids are honest. <laughs> and kids are honest. So what I'm trying to say is anyone can offer that type of encouragement and wisdom so you never know where it's coming from. And sometimes even after death. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. hopping in the chat, um, Glenn says, each conversation with Candy had everyone at her funeral was more sad than the last. So Seriously. I do think you as lie. she continued to have this conversation, especially her parents... Man, I was like, oh, I almost tears. lost it when it got to daddy. Yeah, I yeah. was going, I was oh. out. See, for and me, mama. It, was, uh, it was mom. Yeah, it was no mom. mom. I was mad at mom. I, uh, she goes, I miss you. I said, not enough. I was angry. I said, I've missed you. No, you mean you missed my life. Like, I don't know. Maybe it was like retrograde happening right now or being, <laughs> you know, a, a, a gay guy who's wanted, even though I have a very accepting and loving family, like, there's still that level of full acceptance that I always will want and that's mm-hmm. the same with many people so watching that scene for me I'm getting like yeah don't yeah. you start it's, listen um, don't start I will it cry. was it, that was such a powerful moment for me yeah. and I, I still think about it and there's no way you can write something like that for a straight actor and I there are plenty Absolutely. of talented people who can play LGBT roles but that is the authenticity and the beauty that you get from someone who understands what that's like. Yeah, which which I wanted to say, it was so realistic in instance because the acting was so phenomenal this episode. We got new characters, but even with our current characters, because you know Miss Electra, but she, she did her thing this episode, which, sidebar, when they saw Miss Candy in the casket, I'm not going to lie, the first that thing I funny. thought was, what is this wig going on? <laughs> and they took the words right out of my mouth. I loved, I actually loved that moment because it, it added some light to a dark situation. Did. What did you guys think? Because I was like, I don't know if it's too soon, but I was like, Jamie, just laugh. I thought that I was just Cecily laughing. Tyson in the, in the thing. I, I, I thought we had just shows from Pose to How to Get Away with Murder, and that was right. her guest appearing. And I... They it's, made her look old, honey. Yes, they washed did. up. But when I saw those girls going to it with the brushes, I was like, she's about to look bomb. And when they revealed See, her... This is my this was my problem with that scene is like, they get the brushes and I'm like, okay, thank God. But then they were just like... Yeah. T- they were, like, they, they, they were... were t- yeah. They were yeah, like, I was like, what made me to like... <laughs> but it came out great. Like, she looked beautiful and I love that they cared about how she would want to be viewed to the world Absolutely. in her final moments. Like, that is love. That is family. And I think that's one of the big themes of the episode is, like, your family is not always the people that you're, the family you're born into. It's the people that love you as you grow. And I don't know. I just love that they were, like, down for her at the end. Facts. Right. You can, I, I say this all the time, you can love your family, but you don't always have to like them. Mm. That's a fact. Okay? Um, so let's get into her parents, Darnell and Victoria Johnson. You know, of course, they're black. Their last name's going to be Johnson. Mm-hmm. It's a black cry. last name. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? going to make me cry. Oh, <laughs> well, listen, we got to dig deep, okay? So... Mm. When, when Blanca goes out into the hallway to meet the parents, we're all shocked that they're even there. What struck my nerve was the pronouns. They hadn't quite gotten it yet, but then I said, Jamie, patience. Because sometimes 
it is the parents who take the longest. Mm-hmm. And from what I've heard, you know, that is the moment that they regret the most in, in their lives when they did not accept their child. So, uh, you know, yeah, I just mm-hmm. I want to know you guys' thoughts just on this in general. It was a different time, so I kind of feel like they just didn't have it together at that point. Um, and I'm sure they regretted that so much because, you know, even though the mom came in a little bit strong. I mean, she I'm did. sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Maybe I'm a little bit desensitized and I, I definitely don't mean to be so. But I was mad at her. I was just like, you coming up here and talking about that was my son. Like, I love the way Blanca handled it. She's always the backbone of everything. She made sure to say that was what she wanted to be called. Candy was loved. Everyone showed up for her. Like, she really put emphasis on things, but without being rude. And she still invited them into. Like, I might have been like, you might have to go because the energy in here is not this. And you Mm. are separate from what we're experiencing in here. We're up here lighting lights. Well, that's what I was worried about when we were introduced to them because I knew it was going to be the parents as soon as Electra was like, these old people are trying to steal some Mm -hmm. cookies or whatever. Um, So I was worried because there's only one of two ways that narrative can go. And they picked one that is rarely done, I feel, because it's always why was my kid trans or mm-hmm. you know it's a freak out it's and then there's drama to it, it's more of like a political thing i think maybe i don't know yeah i think they um, did both yeah and and this was it was something it was a relief because when do especially for the 90s when are we when do we get these stories of exactly. parents learning acceptance mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. and yet 30 years later we're yeah. just now hearing about it yeah. um, and the crazy thing about it is that there are still so many people who are tossed out on the streets yeah, yeah. in 2019 in yeah. 2019 even people I know you yeah, know just where they do I not know. have a relationship with their parents and it's hard especially when you grow up with those people and you see how those relationships have changed and, you know, even I have judged because, and I want to ask you this, Brendan, just to get your opinion and also light it up in the live chat if you have an opinion on this. When it comes to parents accepting their children for who they are, should we be patient with them and give them some time? Or if they're not accepting you for who you are, when when is that moment where you say, okay, I'm going to walk away? Hmm, good question. I mean, that's so, it, it's such an interesting question because, like, I think of my experience with coming out and... Obviously, it's a whole other ballpark when you're a, when you're someone who is transgender. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not, and I can't speak to that level. But with mine, I feel it was almost I came out, and I had been raised to in a time where I, I sort of expected them to know how to deal with that. Yeah, and yeah. that is my biggest regret because. They didn't. I look back on it, and there wasn't anything bad or dramatic. It's just I feel like I left them there to figure it out. And I, to be honest, I didn't even have all the pieces yeah. together. So you, if in the best case scenario, I would think people would work together. You know, parents and children. It just doesn't always seem to work out that way because it's like yeah. it takes time on both ends. Grieving a death, that takes time. That does not go away even years later. It, it comes and goes. And I think, you know, just with, you know, a coming out situation and then your family learning to accept the real you, yeah. I think that takes time too. I'm so. also so blessed to live in a time, like, don't get me wrong, there's perks and con- pros and cons to every decade, but like, I can't even imagine what it was like in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think, you know, just this episode, it's taught a lot about forgiveness. Mm -hmm. 
that's what I thought was really, you know, essential in this episode. So one of the things that struck me was when Candy's mom says, I didn't see you. I, I couldn't see you. Why didn't I see you? And that was powerful to me. And then Candy says, I, I've been here. You're, you were the gateway, Mom. Oh, the lipstick. The clothes. I mean, everything. And she's just like, I thought I was being creative. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought you were just, you know, an, an artsy-fartsy person. Like, do you live your best life? And, you know, for it to come back. What were you guys' thoughts on that? Because, honestly, I think that was the moment that did it for me. Um... I don't. They were both. I mean, the the mother and the father are both so powerful. Um, I think what really touched me with the mom was that that is so how like so many girls feel, right? You see your mother and you want to emulate her mm-hmm. and you wear her makeup and you learn about her wigs and she teaches you what being feminine and being a woman is about. And I love that that spoke to trans women as well. You know, when they're young girls, they also look to their mothers, and so I can only imagine what it's like to not have that acceptance from somebody that's such a vital figure in becoming the woman that you are. Um, And then just touching on the dad very quickly, I thought it was also interesting that it seemed as if the dad was more accepting Mm -hmm. than the mother because you typically see like the mom is more accepting and the dad might be a little harsher because that's his son and he expects certain things from him. And it seemed like she told her father like, you saw me, and that gave me the courage to be who I needed to be. That sort of brings it back to, would they have reacted differently had Candy been alive still? If mm. they had written this reunion with her being alive? Wow, that's a good question. I know. Hit us up in the chat! <laughs> but for me, I feel like I did see the theme of forgiveness, but also acceptance, and I wrote down that um, the greatest memories are, to me, surrounded by acceptance. Because if you think about it, her greatest memory was that Christmas when her dad gave her the dollhouse, doll and she she thought that you know he didn't know she saw her, whatever the case may be. That was because that was the moment that she knew, okay, you accept me a little bit. Which even is why we, it's yeah. even more heartbreaking when she thought they were accepting her fully mm-hmm. with these little acts of, yes, play with my wigs mm-hmm. and my makeup or you know clothes or whatever, or yes, I'll buy you that dollhouse even though it might be a little girly. And then to be rejected. Because they had limits. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's like that, that limit on love yeah. for your child. And I was heartbreaking. So, I was so struck by uh, the mother being like, I don't have a guidebook. There's no Facts. way to navigate this. Which I and thought was powerful. True. Such an honest exchange. There, I mean, one could argue that of most things in life. But Absolutely. How do you deal with being a parent of a kid who is LGBTQ? Mm-hmm. How there there is no way, especially when it's ingrained in you. You have your you know faith, your religious beliefs that you literally grew up on. So you're telling someone to you know steer their belief and and, and choose something else. Suddenly, you know it's 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 going to take time. So I, I thought just that entire scene was powerful, and just uh, the other scenes that Candy was in, even with Blanca, when they started harmonizing. Ooh. Yes, Jesus loves me. You, y'all, <laughs> and the harmony. It was beautiful. And they were on key, too. Because you know Blanca can sing. MJ Rodriguez, she can sing. But Candy, she held it together, too. She held that note. But that, I think, it was just so many moments. But that was another big moment for me. I I think just on the outside looking in, sometimes when it comes to uh, the LGBTQ plus community, they might feel that God may not accept them. Jesus is love. Period. 
So I, I thought that that was a moment that they put in there. Right. You know, yes, I thought Jesus that that was me. something that needed to be seen. No, I love that. And I, I, I have plenty of friends who are LGBTQ who are people of faith. Yes. What, no matter what kind of faith it is. And I think that, at the end of the day, is what faith is. And if you are acting out of violence or imposing your beliefs on someone else in a negative way, that's not... Love. That's not Ab- love. Yeah. That's not religion. Absolutely. So you guys, uh, just just to wrap it up, because you know, <laughs> we could go on forever. Yeah, we could, yeah, no, we could, absolutely. We could, we could go on forever. But as far as candy in this situation and just the episode in general, as I saw you guys getting emotional earlier, what was the scene in this episode that really? made you lose it. What was the scene, you know? Lulu not getting that brooch. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Lulu, not Lulu, honey. Baby. She was Lulu. a mess. I wrote, Lulu is losing it. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was dealing with stuff. She yeah. Differently. She, she was going through a I lot. Yes. I, I don't know when the last time I was mourning and called something said, move B. But, well, you know, even, she's different. Even with that scene with Lulu, I, she had us. She had a very sweet, slow moment. Like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do without you? And then taking her brooch and then ripping her hair and... and I was so flabbergasted. Does, it was a, can it someone was a explain lot. this to me? It does Lulu like candy or not? Yes. I want I'm everyone in the comments to collect my edges because when she <laughs> grabbed those gloves and that brooch... Talking about you always wanted to be me. Back up. You your right. identity is based on candy. She lived her in her that shadow. And candy was cute. Yes. Or when she said because I was light skinned and thick, I was like, Okay. <laughs> that part was a little bit like But much. I thought it was funny, but, but I was, was like, so okay, real. thick. Well, who even said thick in the nineties? Mm, somebody did. We, we said fat. That's Miss Lulu starting like, a trend. Ph. Well, <laughs> yeah, I thought bringing up the colorism thing was interesting. And just looking on Twitter, I did see a few people who were upset because they feel like the show kills one of the only dark-skinned actresses. So that is something maybe to think about or have a conversation about. I'm not sure we have time today, obviously. But that is something that people have brought up. That's a good point because, I mean, it could have been Electra last week, you know, which we're still... I'm still worried about you, girl. And then this week it's Candy. The scary thing is, like, that's sort of the danger with anyone of dark skin. Absolutely. And that's the realism of the time. It's just yeah, we gotta get it thing. together. I know, I know. We're sorry, guys. We're not this yeah. depressing, actually. <laughs> We're not this depressing, but this episode was... It was I a mean. lot. We had a lot of emotional moments, but um, that ending scene, which, Mario, you brought up. Yes. Never knew love but like this before. What an emotional, bittersweet moment. It was like, first of all, at first I was a little confused. I was like, did they really bring her casket to the ball? <laughs> but I like that they named her own category Candy's Sweet Refrain. Oh, I love that. I, I just, I don't know what it was about that particular moment. That, yeah. that made me, the tears well up. Almost as much as the parents. Yeah. It was just like, this is her final, you know, this goodbye, is it. This right. is her final goodbye. And then for her to be doing what she always wanted to do, and she looked like her wig was just Glam, fly. fly. And I was getting serious, Diana Ross. Yes. yes. Okay. She had buff men by Was that then? Jerry Cole Juice or was that glitter in her hair? That was glitter. That was it glitter was okay. and Jerry Cole Juice. I mean, it was the 90s. I think. I mean, she just, it was like, <laughs> I, had to ask. I just think it was beautiful to see her being her best self and doing what she, you know, the star she always wanted to be. She right. was able to live that out. Get Getting all the tins. Yes, in yeah. that scene. And, you know, it was just the perfect send-off for The Candy. dress, the hair, the makeup. Shout out to Stephanie Mills. I love that song. And I think just even the lyrics, never knew love like this before. Candy wow. is getting all this love after the fact. Wow. Wow. 
That was a good observation. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Miss Candy, rest in peace, love. You were literally probably one of my favorite characters. Pray tell. We are praying for him. I mean, now he 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 is taking the prescription. I like how they had a little prescription popping party. Him and Blockett. No. And then a prescription well, popping party. Right. Well, yeah. Him and Blockett having the prescription popping party. Because at first I was like, he's not feeling this intervention that Nurse Judy and Blockett had. But I think that was out of love. So, I think, you know, growth. We learned about forgiveness, acceptance, and growth in this episode. The yeah. way that Blanca looks at Pray Tell, you guys, it's like, first of all, if a man ain't looking at me like that, I don't want him. <laughs> but, uh, say that, say that. She, when he was, like, with his friends eating two pe- a pound of butter or whatever, she was just standing in that doorway looking at him, and you could just see the love on her face. I'm, I'm just going to correct you right now. That love was directed at the pound of butter uh, in that Okay. <laughs> Shake it. Get thick. So I'm really loving how she exerted her love on him, not in a way of like, like you said, forceful, but it was like, we're going to keep doing this until you're ready. And I like that. Yeah. We need that in our lives. We need somebody who's going to be like, girl, we all need you have to, we all need a Blanca in our lives. That's a great yes. way to put it. Definitely. And I'm glad that he came to his senses. You know, it's unfortunate that it took Candy's Thanks. death to get him there. Um, but we need him on this show. So yeah. Take your take meds. your meds Ooh. and like let's all keep going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You guys, I loved this episode, no matter how sad it was. We're getting a lot of love in this live chat. Who yes. we got in this live chat? Shout them out. Um, okay, so we have Celine. So she says, best episode. Hey, I will hey, miss Celine. Candy. Uh, Michael wants to know about Damon and Ricky getting back together or not. So Ooh. I'm sure we're going to touch on that Prediction. predictions Wait for, for next episode. Um, Lady Longnails is saying that the dad did seem much more accepting of Candy. Yes. Um, and George says DNA does not make a family. Agreed. Okay. You're right Facts. about that, George. Yeah, I think like the fact, I see no lies here. Yeah. Um, oh, and then Deborah also pointed out that this reminded her of Venus Extravaganza, who was a trans woman that was killed in Paris is Burning, yeah. um, which is a documentary. You guys should check it out. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So Candy's story kind of, once again, is tying into a real-life story. So definitely check that out, guys. This show is amazing with that. Like, they really do pay attention to the headlines. To yeah. the, I'm sure the headlines <clears throat> that were going on back then as well. Well, the fun thing, I actually just rewatched Paris is Burning from, uh, for Pride Month, and there are so many storylines that are in Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's cool to go back and watch it again. Yeah, I might have watch it for like a third, fourth time. You yeah. know how they were like, you guys need to watch Paris is Burning last season. Yes. Listen, how's we the pose? We, we're we a family. Mm-hmm. We, we check each other. <laughs> um, but thank you for that, Merle. Thank mm-hmm. you, live chat. Um, guys, stay with us because we do have our fashion category. Come on, That's Brendan. Right. Come on. Yes. Category is... All right, guys. We're back with the one and only category is segment debuting some royalty fashion this week. Um, A little bit of Downton Abbey from our first walk of fame. The fabulous Jacob Tobiah. Wow. Um, What do you guys think of this look? Because I definitely am getting like turn of the century. I don't know where that wind is coming, but I love it. Sweetie. <laughs> that's what I actually like the most. I love when like there's a photo that's almost like a still in motion where it's like you have like just the hair. I, I love that the hair is nobody can convince me that he don't have just jail just out like that. Like boom, hair out. Yeah, no, their hair that's is like three fans. Flawless. And <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you, production value. True royalty. Okay, so are we thinking like a classy Downton Abbey ten? Or a nine or a thirteen. I'm gonna give it an eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good okay. one. There you go. I'm giving it an eight because it's in black and white. So for me, I like a pop of color. 
All right. And so I think I needed a pop, but I'm I'm giving it an eight. I think I'm gonna give it a nine. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I love Down Abbey. Yeah, you get it. It's an eight. It's okay. an eight for me. It's I'll give it an eight. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so it's good. a nine. I agree. Solid eight. Okay. Well then, moving on, children. Moving on. We are getting the queen supreme, Miss Beyonce. Who was caught at the premiere of The Lion King, which you guys are gonna probably be watching she this looks week, amazing. everybody. Um, I, 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 what are, what, what can we say? What, can, what is Tens there more to say? across the board. Yeah. I don't know whether the birds are growl. Flawless. Yeah, that's the I word. Mean, it's Beyonce. Like she could literally come in a garbage bag and bare face, <laughs> and I'd be like, Tens. Tens. I'm just gonna say right now. Those boobs, I just see one and a zero. Sitting. Ten across <laughs> the chest. I am done. Ten across the chest. I'm here for and it. And skin is flawless. Ten for Her skin, skin is as well. She looks like royalty yes. up there. That's why she's a queen. Yeah, and I'm loving like, the, the little curl, you know, her the hair. The little vintage swirl mm-hmm. to it. I'm definitely giving uh, this a ten. Paying homage to Josephine Baker, like Jason said in the end. Yeah. All right. Bring it to the runway. Next one, we have. Oh, we have a little bit of camp to our spicy stew today. Yes, Mia West from RuPaul's Drag Race giving us the British flag. Okay, <laughs> um, I, this kind of gives me like spice, classic Spice Girls vibes. I'm getting a little nod to the Queen and like definitely '90s camp, '90s mm-hmm. British pop camp. Um, I love it in that regard, but. It's also a very particular type of royalty, so right. I'm going to give this a seven and a half. Oh. Okay, well, if you give it a six, I'll give it a nine, and we can go together on okay. that. 69. Work it out. Hey! Okay. Safe sex. Well, I mean. Hey. Um, when I think royalty, I do think British royalty. Mm-hmm. It's the first thing I think, so I'm going to go with an eight. A okay. solid eight. You know, maybe if she has like a tiara, we can bump it up. But, but the blush is so bright, honey. Yeah, I'm going to give it an eight. Um, I mean, this ain't it for me, but um, Ooh. <laughs> I will give it a, give it a six. Give it a okay. oh. six. She wanted nice to give it a five. Oh. Spicy six. The score. I said what I said. In. Yeah, so Beyonce wins. Yeah, well, <laughs> let's be real. Beyonce wins every uh, time. Of course. <laughs> Love uh, it. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, that's it. Oh, wow. I am <laughs> far too. Uh, I, I, <laughs> Listen, royalty does that to you. I know, I, I know. I was especially like, British royalty. Makes you start talking like this. Honestly, I just looked at Beyonce's boobs and I was like, I'm not even straight. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> boobs do that to you, right? I know, it's, it's okay. I know. The it's okay. Well, guys. Please stay tuned in the next couple of weeks. I think next week's category is going to be what did the spirits tell me? Denim. Oh yes, Ooh, denim. Yes, I have denim at home, and I'm Please coming. Please bring all of your submissions to me on my social media everywhere, as well as our AfterBuzz TV hashtags. Well, we got to pay homage to uh, Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, back mm-hmm. in the day when they had all those yes. denim, denim outfits. Matching yes. denim. Let me find out. I might find me a, a jean fedora. You guys. Oh. You bring me a fedora and <laughs> you some. You better get those tans. Wait for it. We gotta stay tuned with us next week then. But um, again, our cast is royalty. So, Shauna, what is our news and gossip? Absolutely. Jump right into it. Hey, y'all. I'm here with the AfterBuzz TV news and gossip. We're going to keep it short and cute. As that's, as he said, Candy would like us to keep it moving. Okay. So let's move along. Um, first of all, let's start with that trivia question from last week. It was, what was the first episode in season one that Janet Mock directed? If you said Love is the Message, episode six, let me, what do we have for you? Everybody got 
I love this intro. across the board. If you said love is the message, that means you were paying attention, baby, and you know your stuff. Yeah, and I appreciate smart. that about you. Yeah. The next question is, I want you guys to name three I said it three. Legendary. It means they have to be legendary, so don't be coming up with nothing. <laughs> legendary houses from the amazing documentary Paris is Burning. I want to get three major legendary houses from Paris is Burning, and I want to see them answers in the comments and on the hashtag ABT pose Extra on points Twiz. if you belong to I mean, on Twitter. Them. I said mm, Twiz. Yes. <laughs> oh, extra points. Extra points if you belong, just come on in. Just come on into After Buzz TV. We want to talk to you. <laughs> Okay, and then we're going to move on to our tweets of the week. Our first tweet of the week is by Sage Energy. She says, whether you're straight, gay, pan, trans, or queer, Pose inspires you to be you. And absolutely do you guys agree that she's never lied that's a word for somebody there are no lies detected there honestly as a straight woman I personally feel seen heard and I feel like I'm learning a lot I feel like um, I'm, I'm evolving through the show so I can totally agree with that our next tweet of the week is by our very own post FX who we love and they quoted something from tonight's episode from our dear pray tell who said our greatest asset is our authenticity nobody can be you so be you alright moving on to the real news and gossip we have let me let you know that according to essence.com um, and according to all of us on this panel, India Moore has made history yet again. Can yes, we get around the applause for her? Yes. Um, by the way, she or who India Moore uses they and their pronouns, which I'm still kind of getting used to. So I did want to share that with all of you guys so you understand what I'm talking about. Um, they're the first trans woman to speak at Essence Festival, which happens this year, and I just love it so much. It's such a great ground for everyone to come together. Um, but they found um, themselves conflicted, saying, so many incredible and revolutionary black trans women came before me, and they should have received the attention that I am getting now. So mm-hmm. India Moore feels a little bit of like remorse that other people didn't receive the attention that she or they are getting now. And I just love that. It's, it's about representation. It's about um, visibility. And that's something that the platform that India Moore has she's or they I'm sorry are using everything within them to move forward with this one message and agenda so I just wanted to share that with you guys it's amazing um give her all her accolades and love on her twitter go go say hello go say we know what you did you made history you're the best Moving on to our dear Billy Porter, who I I just love him so much. He brings me life. I've been watching his videos lately and all of his um, interviews. And in his last interview, I picked up a couple of takeaways and I want to share them with you. The first one was, when people feel uncomfortable about you because you're different, good. (laughs) I like that. And the way he said good was like the most hardest. It was like good. It was like you should feel uncomfortable. The second thing I took away was... um, What another person thinks of me, and this is a direct quote, what another person thinks of me is of no consequence or significance to me. Think about that. God bless that man. God bless him. Are you really going to be affected by something that someone thinks about you? No, I have this thing I say, a lot of people (laughs) are wrong about me, um, and I don't have the energy or care to correct them. 
be wrong. The third one is history repeats itself. He talks about how back in the day, in the Greek times and different things, people were wearing dresses. Men were wearing dresses. So why is men it Men had so, lovers back in right, ancient Right, men had yeah, lovers. Yeah, they did. He said it was even, acceptable. Very even common. Jesus wore a dress, y'all. That's what Billy, uh, Billy Porter said. So keep in mind that history repeats, repeats itself. So not only will this happen once or twice, it's going to continue to happen. So get used to it. And if you don't like it, good. Love y'all. Good. I like that. Thank you, Shauna. You said good was You're like welcome. a good, like a real good. Yes. yes. Real Channel good. your Billy Porter. Yes. Yes. Okay, guys, let's get into some quick predictions. What do we think is going to happen next? Ooh, I got mine. Oh. Wait, I wrote them down mm. somewhere. Brendan, what are you thinking? Oh, you're just getting right into it. Yes. Right to my feels. Um, I, I don't know if it will happen this season. Probably not this season. But... I wouldn't put it past them since now we're just killing off characters. Um, mm, yeah. I, I I do think that while Praytel and Blanca's narrative of dealing with HIV AIDS is on the uptick, I think it's a, it's going to be a situation where one of them makes it out. And mm. that's just yeah. the unfortunate truth. I don't know in what capacity. I, if they both live in the end, that's beautiful. That's fantastic. But I am cynical. So we'll see. Um... I also think we're going to see some drama next week with uh, Blanca and Electra's houses going up against each other to protect mm. both Damon and Ricky. Yeah. Who I think are one of them or both of them are going to end up dancing for Madonna. Shauna, what do you think? I can't even fathom that both of them would be dancing for Madonna because that's just a little too much heat behind Madonna like that, okay? Because they're both amazing dancers. I didn't know Ricky was so good. I saw his arms. It was yeah. the muscles. The like, chiselness. Woo! He's been on pretty, 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 Ricky. Pretty, pretty, Ricky. <laughs> so my predictions are, I think Praytel will, I wrote Praytel will have no more health complications because he's finally taken his meds. And I said that um, Damon and Ricky will go head to head, but I think Ricky's gonna pass up on it for Damon because he know he did him wrong in the beginning. So you know that guilt is gonna eat away at him, and he's gonna just pretend to fall or something and let Damon get it. And I think that Blanca will be the backbone of everything and everyone, and she's gonna try to create a huge like mixed house between Lulu, Electra, and Blanca. And it's gonna be a powerhouse. So that's what I'm looking forward to. The ladies taking over. Okay. Um, I agree that it's either going to be Blanca or Praytel that's going to probably have bigger issues with HIV AIDS. I'm not sure which one is going to go, but I do think one of them, if I had to guess, I would probably say Blanca. Mm-hmm. Oh I God, hope I not, take it. but that's what I'm thinking. I do think Damon and Ricky obviously are going head-to-head for a dancing spot. I think Damon is going to be the one to get it because he is the most talented, mm-hmm. in my opinion. He is. Um, but, and I don't know if Ricky is sweet enough to let him get it. I think Damon's right. going to earn it on his own. Um, or if there's drama, maybe they have to expose Ricky. Yeah. Way, be like, what were you and Electra doing? Mm. Messing with my audition. Oh, and, yeah. Ooh, they better not mess with Damon. Oh, that's a good point. I watched far too much Glee back in the day. <laughs> I know how Ryan Murphy writes competition. Okay. Yeah. They're getting back together, though, yeah. at some point. Well... I don't know. I'm part of me. I, I don't think they should. I see some people saying like, "Oh, let them get back together." Honestly, I'm like, "Damon, move on, boo." I don't you want you gone. And you know, I love Pretty Ricky, but I'm like, I kind of don't even want them together. Shauna, I'm with you. Like, Ricky looks so chiseled. The arms. I was like, Ooh. he's kind of coming for your spot, Damon. I don't know what you're gonna do. So you know, that makes me a little nervous. Now with Blanca and Praytel. I do think that it might be Blanca. Mm. I don't know how you know the house is gonna be, but. 
Ryan, Stephen, Brian, Yogi, Angel's going to be taking. They're going to put up something. They're, they're going to take. Angel could. Yeah. Angel's the new they mom. They hinted towards it. She told her that. You, I was if thinking I ever go, like, you that's she's how saying, the show like, ends. Up. But now, if that were the case, yeah. I could see them continuing on. But does that it. mean um, Lil Pangel is going to be mommy and daddy oh, of the Pangel. house? <gasps> Poppy and Angel are going to be mommy and daddy of the house? Okay, you guys. We got too much okay. going on. Yeah. But where did they get too much But where did they get the money from? <laughs> see? Okay. Like, wait, wait, wait. wait. Like Poppy... Poppy know how to make money now. He goes on the pier and sells a little something. And <laughs> okay, all right, all right. <laughs> well, you guys, that was an incredible episode. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. Your house of pose. You guys, tell them where they can find you. What's up, guys? You can find me on all social media platforms at Mario underscore Turner. And you can find me, Brendan Haley, at Brendan Haley on Instagram, Brendo Hales on Twitter, and here at AfterBuzz TV, guys. That's right. I, I'll be following him. He has the stuff, okay? I'm um, Deshauna O on Twitter. I don't like Instagram, but you can go look at my old pictures if you want. <laughs> Thank She's you, guys. Yes. <laughs> and you guys, I'm Jamie Gray. You can find me on Twitter at It's Jamie Gray or on Instagram at Jamie Gray. J-A-I-M-I. We love you for watching. Thank you so much. Tune in next week. Live, work, and pose, baby. Let's give a toast for... Candy to life, to life, to life, to life. Cheers, Lahayam tonight, to life, to life, Lahayam. Founder Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first; we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.